Hello there, what is going on? This is Captivate Insider. Welcome back. This is episode number 30. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you're smashing through your podcast goals for 2022 so far. My name's Gary. I'm the head of design here at Captivate and I'm your host where I take a team member out of their busy day each week and talk about what we're up to, some of the features that we're working on or that we've just launched, plus a little bit of industry news and some guidance on how to get your podcast up and running through Captivate or to take your current podcast where you want it to be. It's been a couple of weeks since the last one, since episode 29. It's been a combination of me being on vacation, plus me and the team, we've just been rather busy at the moment with some other features that we're working on and some other stuff that we're working on to launch later on in the year slash early next year. And uh, as talking about episodes not being out, etc., there won't be an episode next week either, as myself and the guest on this week's episode, Sarah McDowell, we are both at an event next week up in Newcastle. We are at Courageous Content, um, which is going to be very cool. So we're exhibiting there, plus we're talking, etc. I'll put a link in the show notes so that if you're interested, it's a very, very cool marketing slash content driven um, event which looks very very cool so we will be there uh, which means there'll be no episode next week and we'll, Sarah, actually I'll get Sarah on on the next episode the week after episode 31 and we can give you a rundown on courageous content and what we thought of it etc coming up in today's episode as I said Sarah's going to join me she's our head of SEO she's very very cool and we're going to be talking about Google Podcast Manager and how you can submit your show and you can use that um, useful data um, to tweak what you're doing with your podcast and, uh, and do that all for free. So some actionable stuff there that you can jump into uh, with your show. We've got a little bit of an update on um, some small features, some quality of life improvements that went out the door here at Captivate in the last couple of weeks. I'll give you a rundown on that. And seeing as we're in spooky season, I've got some recommendations for you for some, some horror-based spooky podcasts to listen to in the run-up to Halloween. So first of all, let's dive into the updates that were released with Captivate recently then. So uh, in the last couple of weeks, we've had a few little quality of life things go out the door. So the big update, the last one we did was back in September, and that was for Amy 2.0. If you want the if you want the skinny on that, then go and listen to the previous ep, episode 29. Um, that's got all the details there about the Amy 2.0 release and um, and all that good stuff that we did there. So for this one, um, we just um, tweaked a few little things and uh, tidied up some things around our settings and also the research and planning. Uh, and also some RSS prefix as well, which I'll get into in a second. But the first one is the setting stuff has now changed around a little bit. When we put the 2.0 release out, we introduced this new settings area. Um, we had some users get in contact to say, eh, it's not quite working. I'm not really sure what I'm doing or where this relates to in terms of um, settings and where things sit in relation to each other. So we've tweaked that a little bit. So now when you go into the platform, if you go up to your current show um, banner at the top, and click on the podcast settings link there. Everything's now um, on one page and it's tabbed out so you can get into each area of your settings from there, which is very cool. And we've also um, uh, added the section there so you can load up your default um, dynamic content slots for your uh, pre and post role when you're using Amy. Uh, if you want to have exactly the same pieces of content load for all of your episodes going forward. So if you head over to the Amy and DAC settings, you can set up to three now. So prior to 2.0, you can only have one slot. So now with 2.0, you can now have up to three pieces of dynamic content in either your pre or your post roll sections or your slots um, or both. Uh, and you can do that within that new settings area. And then the other thing we looked at was the research and planning section. So for those not aware, within Captivate, we have this very cool feature where 
if you're um, the type of podcaster that likes to plan ahead and you like to get your notes down and start to get a bit of a almost like a marketing planner situation going on where you've you know for the next few weeks or months that you're going to be doing these episodes but they're obviously not quite ready yet to be uh, a full-blown episode that you want to publish and put out the door you can create a podcast idea or an episode idea and you can still fill out all of your show notes and give it a title and, and that stuff and then when you're ready you can convert that with one click into a proper um, episode that you then publish and, and you kick out the door so what we did with with that is we um we integrated at the same time uh, something called research links and it's all bundled into the same thing under research and planning so research links is if you're the type of podcast where you're doing um, research on various blogs or web pages or articles whatever it might be and you want to save the url to that page um, you can grab that url come back to captivate uh, go to your research link section and add that as a link and it will sit in your list of research links ready to be added to one of your ideas or one of your episodes the other way to do it which is very cool is we have a browser extension where you can load up the little captivate um, extension in your browser you can link your account and then when you're on a web page that you want to save you just hit the little um, icon in your browser toolbar and then a little window will pop up and you can add it to whatever podcast you've got links that's in your account now the cool thing about that is um, as you're going through your um, research links obviously you can add those as i said to your episodes or you can do it the other way around when you're in an episode or an idea you can have a look at the research links and add them in that way the problem is when you go back to your your list of links um, previously it just showed them all whether you'd used them in your episode or not so now we have this candy little toggle that um, will hide all the ones that you've used within your episode so that just declutters things and has a bit more of a concise list of your current research links that you've not yet used um, in your episodes and then the other thing that's cool is that we've also um, added the ability to add a custom header to the to the research link section if you choose to use them in your show notes. So um, one of the great things, and what I've banged on about this so much in the past, is one of the great things about our platform is that all of your information within your episodes and it, it's all linked dynamically. So when you come to use our dynamic show notes builder tool, um, with one of our dynamic short codes, you can just add in all of your research links that you've added to that episode. And what that will do is, um, all it, it's just a very short little bit of text that you see in the show notes, but when you come to publish the episode, it then translates that out to a, like a bulleted list, if you like, of all of all your links. Now, what we've done now is we've given you the ability to give your, that section of links a little custom header. So some text there that you can say something like, these are the links that we spoke about in today's episode or this week's episode, etc. So that just really tidies up your show notes and keeps that little block of content, of that dynamic content, nice and readable for your listeners. So as they're scanning through your show notes, they can very easily pick out, yes, I know, that little block there are the links that you guys have spoken about in this episode. So that's very cool. So you can do that. And then the last thing, the thing that went out of about four or five days after that, um, at the beginning of this month, is a bit of a back-end thing, um, but laying some foundation for some future stuff that's um, likely to, to be more popular over the years within podcasting, uh, and that is the RSS prefixes for both OP3 and Gumball. So those of you that not know, just a very quick recap, um, Gumball is essentially a, um, a marketplace, if you like, for host-read ads, and um, the prefix there just gets added to your podcast so that they can um, use some very basic analytics on your show there to serve up those host read ads. And the OP3, which stands for the Open Podcast Prefix Project, 
that is another prefix that you can add to your show that um, is this, uh, it's, it's a very big open source free project that's gaining a lot of popularity at the moment. And it's essentially an analytics service, but um, it's very open and transparent. It's, it's not run by any company or corporation. It's just a, an open source thing. So we give you the opportunity to add that prefix. If you want to get your podcast in there, and participate and start sending data through that. Um, and you don't need to use that with, uh, so you don't need to remove any other prefixes or anything like that. You can use more than one with your podcast. So you can add that on there and start building up that data for your podcast within the OP3. So I hope that makes sense. If there's um, anything you want to know about that stuff from a technical perspective or anything, just uh, just hit us up on the Twitter at Captivate Audio. We can answer any questions on that stuff. So they're the updates that landed through the platform over the last uh, two or three weeks some very cool stuff there uh, you can check out the change log as well by the way if you head over to the captech website and zip down to the footer there's a link there for the change log uh, and you can check out the recent updates and features that landed over there recently and so it's spooky season right it's october it's nearly halloween i've got some fun recommendations for you for some horror podcasts if that's your thing so the first one up i've got three of them the first one is called the evolution of horror by Mike Munzer. And this is a one that has been around for a while. All of these have been around for a similar time. This one's had this one's had about just over 240 episodes. It's been going for a while and it's a really good one. I've listened to this one for, I don't know, over a year now easily. And it's a really good show, not just because, you know, if horror is your genre and that's your thing, but Mike is a really, really good host and he's very knowledgeable about the the, the genre that he talks about. But the style of podcast is very good. He always gets a guest on to talk about a certain film. So um, it's a it's a weekly show, and um, it's littered with bonus episodes as well. There's loads of content in this one, but it's a weekly show, and essentially he just picks um, a series of films within a certain subgenre over the course of a few weeks, um, and then talk about and picks a bunch of popular films from that subgenre, and then just gets a guest on. And talks about that film so at the moment he's going through vampire season so we've had things like um blade and you know 30 days of night buffy <laughs> uh, the lost boys fright night that kind of thing and uh, yeah it's just a really really cool podcast it's not something that's kind of overly themed up that you can only listen to it at halloween you can listen to it anytime it's very cool and uh, he also gets interviews with people that have been involved in the industry as well so a lot of the bonus eps and even the regular eps as you go through the list of episodes he gets people on that have been producers and writers on horror films and and that kind of thing so that's very very cool the evolution of horror by mike munt so that's the first one so go and check that out uh, the second recommendation i've got is called nightmare on film street a movie horror podcast and this one is by kimberly elizabeth and jonathan dehan and uh, similar to the, the last one the evolution of horror it's a weekly episode episodic based um, show and uh, these two just um, uh, this one's a bit more short form so the evolution of horror the episode runtime is roughly around two hours for those this one you're looking at around kind of 40 minutes tops really 45 minutes something like that and these guys go through a similar thing they'll pick a, f a film and they'll just deep dive into it and uh, and give you their thoughts on what they enjoyed and whatnot. Um, and this one also has a bunch of bonus episodes on a regular basis. And they also have um, interviews with people from the industry. And the most recent one that they did, which was, um, uh, I think it was at the beginning of October, they had the director of the brand new Hellraiser film. So, 
you know big a big name to have on the show and they've had loads of people on so again a really cool um episode this one really enjoyable these two have a good laugh um when they're um going through and talking about the films and so on um most of the episodes are um fairly explicit so probably not one to recommend for the kids um a lot of f-bombs on this one so on but it's an enjoyable podcast and the last one uh is called the horror movie club uh simply titled it's um the tagline is very funny it's two dudes who are not quite nerds but not quite noobs choose a horror movie each week to rate and review and it's exactly how it sounds so if you can imagine just two guys down the pub having a couple of pints just picking apart horror films and talking about you know the cool stuff and the not so cool stuff and so on that's this show here and again a similar kind of runtime around around about 230 episodes loads of very cool films that they've spoken about all the big ones obviously but some obscure ones as well uh, the most recent one uh, the latest set of landed today actually and that was the original Amityville horror film so uh, they uh, they go to town on that one uh, the runtime is kind of similar um to the evening of horror you're looking around an hour just over so not too bad you can listen to that uh, on your commute or doing your chores or whatnot so that's another really good one and rounds out my recommendations for some some spooky podcasts to listen to as we come up to the end of October and Halloween. Now, on to my chat with Sarah. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about Google Podcast Manager. So Sarah, as I said, she's our head of SEO. This is completely her bag. When we were, when we got together and discussed her coming on this week, I said, what do you want to talk about? You know, the choice is yours. And she gave me some options. I thought, actually, that one sounds good. The reason why I thought this one was good is because there's no big um convoluted thing that we have to get into it's fairly straightforward and she's going to go through how you submit your show and um what data you can get out of that and what you can do with that data to help your podcast so i think this is going to be a good one so without further ado here's my chat with sarah enjoy hello sarah how are you doing hello gary i am doing fabulously how about yourself i'm all good thank you i'm really good welcome back to episode insider doesn't feel like you were that long uh, that you were last, last on the show. I think it was only a few episodes ago. Ah, see, film. obviously I'm what yeah. the audience want, isn't it? That, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, you were back <laughs> on um, the previous one, episode 28, as we gave everybody a rundown of podcast movement. We had a ah, laugh doing that. I mean, that feels yeah. like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. And uh, coincidentally, we're off to another event, aren't we, next week? That was so smooth. Like, this is not your first rodeo. <laughs> Probably podcasting. Don't, <laughs> don't mess it up. Uh, we are. So we're going to Courageous <laughs> Content Live, uh, which is an event run by Jeanette Murray. Um, and yeah, it's over in Newcastle, which is really fun, isn't it? Um, there's going to be a Halloween party on the Monday. You got your costume sorted? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not wearing a costume, but oh, I will Gary. be there to have a few drinks and... And, and laugh and joke at the other people wearing costumes so are you dressed are you are you are you doing it well so i was talking to janet and she was like you don't have to dress up but you should wear something <laughs> halloween themed like uh, she said socks so you got any pumpkin socks or anything that you can mm, no i've got some stormtrooper christmas socks <laughs> i don't think that fits the brief though very scary very scary yeah. Uh, but no, it should be good. We're getting involved, aren't we? So obviously it's a two-day event all about content. Um, and we're doing two panels about podcasting. 
um, one about starting and one about growing. And then I'm going to be um, getting my crystal ball out and doing predictions for SEO 2023. So, and we're also exhibiting there as well. So it's going to be busy, isn't it? Busy, busy, as usual. Yep. The dream team doing it though. Mm. Yep. It was like, who's who's the, the, the dudes to do this event? There's no alternative. No brainer, really. No brainer. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's going to be good. So they're going to run through. Um, it's pretty jam-packed from what I've seen. It's um, They're going to cover literally everything. Obviously, podcasting, that's why we're there. But also um, a bunch of SEO stuff, which is your bag, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the social media stuff, um, live streaming, email marketing, YouTube, website conversion, sales funnels, blogging, all that stuff is going to be there. So I think there are still tickets available. So I'll stick a link in the show notes if you want to get yourself a last minute ticket and get yourself up to Newcastle should be good and we've also got a code haven't we um to yes so I believe um and we can maybe confirm it in the show notes uh it's captivate 10 um and you get a discount off your ticket correct amondos yeah there you go guys yeah the code will be in the show notes it's all good so if that's your sounds like your cup of tea and you've got a free couple of days or just have a word with your boss just like look I think this sounds good I'm going to go up to Newcastle, whether you like it or not. So I'm going to get a ticket. So I'll stick a link in there for you. And come and meet me and Sarah and have a drink and talk about podcasting and SEO. And also, we've got pretty good dance moves as well. So, you know. Yeah, it's a sight to behold. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Before we crack on with the theme of our chat, what do you do at Captivate, Sarah, for the newbie listener? What don't I do? Oh, I'm joking. Hey, wise coming up. Here we go. <laughs> uh, so I, <laughs> I sit in the marketing team. Um, so my, huh? She doesn't sit. I don't. Never sit. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm sitting right now, so that's just a big fat lie, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, my title is SEO manager. Um, so yes, predominantly that's what I was hired for. So um, my background is in SEO. Uh, so all the sort of um, campaigns and projects and things that we work on um, inside Captivate um i get involved with but i've also got the added secret weapon of uh understanding search engine optimization uh so yes um it's a pretty diverse role get to do lots of different stuff um working on different projects collaborations speaking and uh, doing a lot of speaking gigs so yes it's it's a good good uh old job i enjoy it <laughs> and teaching street dance as well <laughs> when we're up Yes. As a bonus. Yeah. As a as a Brucey bonus. Not everyone gets that. Yeah. So yeah, Sarah has pretty much um uh what's the word? Claimed all of that stuff within Captivate because before Sarah joined, we were kind of yeah, you do a little bit of that and you over there do a bit of that and you do a bit of SEO and you do a bit of that. So now that Sarah's here, she just uh completely smashes all that stuff, which is very cool. Today's subject, which is Google Podcast Manager, is something that I'll be honest with you, it doesn't really get spoken about that much within podcasting. So like, you know, when you're at an event or something, or you're just round the table with a pint and you're talking about podcasting with other industry peeps, I don't really hear it mentioned that often at all, really. And it's a bit of a shame because after you mentioned that you wanted to talk about it on this week's episode, um, I went and had a look. Um, 
I added one of my podcasts for ages ago, I think. So I've got some good data in there for it, but I never look at it. I, I've never, I've never once looked at it. So um, to kick off, then tell us what Google Podcast Manager actually is, um, and why people should submit their podcast to it. Great question. So obviously, um, Google has its own um, podcast playing app platform or whatever you want to call it. Um, so it's a no-brainer uh, to make sure that your podcast is within there. So that's one reason why you should um, get your submit your RSS feed to Google Podcast Manager uh, and claim it as well. So um, what I would suggest doing, everyone, is after listening to this episode, um, Googling Google podcast manager um popping in your rss feed and then um it's either a case of adding it if google doesn't know about it if google does know about it it's a case of claiming it um and claiming it is really simple um all you have to do is make sure that you have um the email that's associated with the rss feed to hand because that's the way that you claim it um, and basically, uh, so Google Podcast Manager, you get um, data and analytics about your podcast. So subscriptions, uh, how many subscribers, sorry, um, how many listeners you get in, a breakdown of episodes and stuff. Um, but additionally as well, so back in 2019, um, Google said that they were starting to index podcasts. So basically... That means that um, depending on what someone searches for in Google, Google might think Google might think that depending on that query, that a podcast is a relevant thing to show. And you've probably seen it um, where you'll get like a, a carousel of podcasts on the on the search engine result page. Um, so that's awesome. And because of that, you get that additional data within Google Podcast Manager. So you can see keywords. So you can physically see keywords that people have searched for where your podcast has been shown. It's got impressions, it's got clicks. Um, you can also see um, like your most, um, your, your top performing episodes as well. Um, so there, it's a good idea to see, oh, this topic or these types of podcasts get a lot of interaction within Google and stuff. So two big bonuses there, right? So it makes sense because people listen to podcasts through Google, but also because Google shows podcasts and podcast episodes in search engine results pages, you get so much valuable data, which then you can use um, to like help with the success of existing podcasts and further podcasts. Very good. So that's the, <laughs> this is why Sarah's so cool, because it's like, what, what's the, what's this thing? And then five minutes later, it's like, right, I'm an expert at this thing. <laughs> right, cool. So, um, so you've gone through what it is, how to submit your show. So submitting your show is really trivial, right? You just go on there, claim your show. You just need your RSS feed, right? And then it just does it for you. I think there is a little bit of a, a little bit of a propagation time while it sort of collates the data in the background before it presents everything. If I remember correctly, anyway, when I first did it, mm -hmm. if I remember, I think the reason actually why I did it initially must've been over maybe a couple of years ago, maybe longer. I'm not sure, but I think I just wanted it in there because I wanted my show available on you know Google and so on. Um, but I remember going back into it and it was saying you need to give it a bit of time and so on. Uh, and I think when you do go into it, let me just confirm. Yeah. So when you jump into it, um, 
and you haven't changed anything, it defaults to the last 28 days anyway. So it needs to go through and 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 start to index your data and, and stuff, I believe, anyway. So that's kind of trivial, right? That side of it. Yes. And just yeah. to just to quickly add in as well, um, there are certain requirements that your podcast has to meet as well. Um, so for example, um, these things need to be imported from wherever you're hosting your podcast, right? So podcast image, podcast description, email address and homepage link. So those are um the sort of requirements there but they're pretty standard right <laughs> yes yeah and it's a nice um it's a nice four-step thing so you you whack your feed in confirm that the the show that that's brought back from that feed is yours um and then to actually confirm that you own the show or you're a you're a manager of that show whatever it sends you a verification code to the email address that's associated with that podcast or that feed you verify that and then you're off to the so it's nice and easy to actually um to get your show up and running, which is cool. Um, so in terms of getting stuff set up is really trivial. The, the the stuff that you can get out of it then, can you give us a breakdown on uh, a little bit more detail on the, the three things that it seems to focus on throughout the entire... So when you log in, you get, um, you get like a nice little dashboard, which has got some graphs around the number of plays, your minutes played, how many new subscribers you've got and so on. But then when you go into all the graphs and it breaks down everything for you, it seems to focus on three things, which is impressions, clicks, and your click-through rate. So could you give us a little bit more detail about what those things mean? Yes, ba- yes, most definitely. So impressions, so that basically means how often a listener sees a link to your show or a specific episode in a Google search. So for example, if someone searches, I don't know, um, rock music podcast, right? Uh, And your podcast came up in that search result, um, that is what is classed as an impression. Okay, so that's impressions. Clicks, so that is physically people clicking on your podcast episode, right? So once they've seen you, um, you get a click if someone has physically done that. So they've seen it and thought, oh, you know what? I want I want a bit of that. So they'll click it. And then click-through rate uh, is basically um, a formula to work out um, how many times um, your podcast episode has been seen. So your impression impressions divided I believe by clicks and that gives you a a click-through rate so you can see um okay like so if you've got an episode that has high impressions but low clicks and you're going to get a lower click-through rate so maybe you need to look at the title or ways to entice people in and stuff like that or if you've got Mm -hmm. a so yeah things like that and there's um one of the key thing uh is the search terms okay um so that's another great bit of data that you get in there because as I said earlier you can physically see what someone has typed into Google for your podcast to be shown that one's mega useful it is so useful so so useful because you can use you can use that data like everywhere so uh, you can make sure that um you're using the search terms in your episode title right um in your show notes you'll mention it um and also uh it can give you ideas for future episodes as well um so knowing what people are typing 
is gold mined. Now, a word of warning, um, when we're putting in keywords into the title and in the show notes and, and things like that, just be careful of keyword stuffing, okay? So we don't want to go overkill. Um, but yeah, we need to mention it enough so Google associates it as well. Um, but yeah, like it's just, I, I, I definitely think Google Podcast Manager is very um, underrated. <laughs> And it's because it's free, right? You've got all this data, awesome data, and it's all for free. So I would say it's one of um, one of the biggest underrated tools for podcasters mm. at the moment. Yes. And um, I just want to make a quick mention. So we're, we're saying how cool this data is and so on. And some of you might be thinking, well, isn't that what the analytics is for in in the Captivate platform and, and all that stuff. So the the analytical stuff that we get through our platform and um, for most other podcast hosting platforms, that is a very um, th- that's a a very accurate snapshot of everything basically. So mm. the analytics that we get through, which is IAB certified, is all um, uh, tied into. Um, sort of unique listens, unique number of things, average plays, average listens, um, geolocation data, so you can see where people around the world are listening. So, um, you know, what platform they're listening on and all that stuff. Um, With Google um, Podcast Manager, this is more, in my opinion, you might disagree, but in my opinion, this is more of a, um, okay, how, how, how do I use this stuff for the marketing side Mm. of my podcast, right? So I'm not going to jump onto, to Google Podcast Manager all the time to get an overview of how my show is performing because it's just that little bubble of Google, right? But what the, the advantage though, is that because you get that extra bit basically bolted on, which is all the traffic that comes through the the main Google search engine. That's the, in my opinion, that's the real Hmm. value that, you know, to hold on to. And I've got some numbers here. I think you'll be suitably impressed with some numbers on one of my podcasts. This is the doctor who the big blue box podcast I did on here a few while, a while ago. So for the last 28 days, the traffic from Google for me, I had 600 impressions. That's pretty good. Uh, my number of clicks was 12. Um, Don't know if that's good or not. Yeah, yeah. And my click-through rate was 0.9%. Okay. So I'm either smashing it, and that's really good, really, really good, or you, when we've stopped recording, you're going to walk away and think, what an idiot. <laughs> Not at all, not at all. Um, so, what an I mean, idiot. <laughs> um, I mean, the key thing there is that you're getting impressions, right? And something that we've got oh, to yeah. be mindful of is that, um, like, not everyone is t- too familiar with listening to podcasts, right? So, um, they're not always going to click when they see it. And but I just think that's gonna that's gonna evolve, okay? Um, and things like that so um, but um, going back to your point before about like um, yeah comparing Captivate and Google you need both of these because it's kind of it's kind of like comparing oranges and lemons right like completely agree that you that Google, um, Google Podcast Manager these analytics are just to look at what's going at what's going on within Google in Google space. Um, you still need to know what's going on in other um, podcast apps and um, the web player analytics and stuff like that. You still need to know what's going on outside of Google 
But this is important to do additionally um, because of uh, Google is going to be surfacing more and more podcasts in its SEPs. Um, so yeah, like at the moment, when I'm typing uh, stuff into Google and things, um, I normally get the carousel if if my search query includes podcast in there, right? Or show or something like that. Um but we never know that like future, like down the line, as Google um, gets to understanding podcasts, and this is where transcripts comes in so, so useful. I had a, a gold, so um, sorry, I might be going off on a bit of a tangent here. Um, no, carry on. But uh, at Brighton SEO, um, massive conference for SEO nerds like me, um, I got to talk to John Mueller, and John Mueller works at Google and is basically the spokesperson between Google and SEOs, wonderful human being, lovely, answers loads of questions. And I got to have a conversation with him about podcasts. And I, and I said, oh, isn't Google like transcribing um, podcast audio themselves? And uh, John Mueller was like, no, not, not, to my, not to my knowledge. So this is why it's so, so important to have transcriptions because with transcriptions, you're given more text on that page that Google's coming across. So that podcast episode page, having a transcription, you're having the text so people can understand, um, Google can understand what your podcast episode is about, right? So that feeds into um, Google Podcast Manager as well. So it might have gone off a bit of a tangent there, but I felt like that was important to say. <laughs> no, that's very cool. It's very um, poignant as well, because um, uh, as I mentioned, I view the Google Podcast Manager as the the, the kind of thing that you want to jump onto when um, you really want to um, dial in your marketing stuff. Mm. Um, and when I say marketing, I'm just really talking about if somebody jumps into Google to search for a podcast like yours, like if you're, if you've got an, the, the good old one, if you've got an attic conversion podcast and somebody jumps into Google and is like, are there any podcasts about attic conversions? You need to make sure that your podcast is, is surfaced at the top of the list if possible. Right. And uh, you want to get it as high as possible. Um, but you can't do that unless you know what you're working with. Essentially, mm. if you're going to go in blind and just be like, yeah, yeah, this is all good, you know, it's all fine. And then at some point in the future, you jump on to, onto GPM and it's like, actually, I'm getting really, really bad click-through rate or my, you know, my impressions is really low. You know, I've been running this podcast for two years and I've got, you know, 25 impressions or whatever, you know, it's something you need to look at. So you're absolutely correct. It's not a tangent. I think... Um, um, we, we have a, a really good integration with um, uh, a service called Descript at Captivate mm -hmm. where you can link the two services together. You can get your, your podcast ready to publish within Captivate, kick off to Descript, do all that stuff, and then it brings it back for you into Captivate and, and you're good to go. So we've got, we've got a whole thing on that, right, on the, the Captivate blog that you've put together, I think, about... Descript. Um, yeah, about yeah. transcripts in general and Descript and stuff. So... Um, Go and check that out. Just go over to the Captivate. Um, just go to Captivate.fm and click on blog at the top and you'll find it on there. It's one of the more recent ones. So, And some, yeah. something else to add in as well is, um, so another bit of data that um, you get through Google Podcast Manager is um, your top discovered episodes or your most popular episodes, right? Um, so there's always this uh, conversation or debate about repurposing your your 
podcast so you've got lots of different types of content so that people can come across your podcast in lots of different ways um using google podcast manager to find out what your um like your most popular podcasts are within google those are the ones that you can start with with repurposing right because you know that um they're being surfaced and shown in google people are searching in google and i bet you whenever anyone's got a question query topic you're going to go to google right like you might go to amazon if it's something that you want to buy or you might go to reddit i know that there's some reddit fans out there as well um but nine times out of ten your go-to is Google, right? So that's another reason. So I sound like a flipping Google podcast manager fangirl over here, but, you know. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool. It's, um, uh, like I mentioned right at the beginning, I, 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 I've never been on here other than just to add my show. And I'm, I'm assuming that our listener is also thinking, actually, um, even if I've added my show, I should probably go on and take a look and, and see what's going on. Um, but uh, you make a really good point there around if somebody wants to discover a podcast that they're interested in, well, if they want to find a certain niche or a, a genre that they're interested in and want to listen to a podcast about that, there are some servicing, services and some apps that have gained traction over the last year or so, I think, that kind of try to fill that gap a little bit. There's um, there's a few of them. There's a really good one called Good Pods, which is a nice mm. little app which is kind of, they label themselves as like the Netflix of podcasting, right? So you just jump in there and instead of Googling, you do that all within the app. So you jump in the app and you can search for podcasts and so on. The only problem with that is um, it doesn't have the the huge SEO traffic machine behind it like Google does. So although, although it's um, a fairly nice way of seeing like a, you know, um, if you go in there and search for, I don't know, Star Wars, you know, you'll be able to surface, you know, a few good Star Wars podcasts, but you can't really dive into like some of the good stuff that you can with Google. So I think especially for now and for the foreseeable future, um, I think it's fairly reasonable to assume that um, a lot of people are still jumping into Google to search for their podcasts that they want to listen to. Right. So, um, uh, so I think Google podcast manager does it, it does serve a really good purpose in um, also, like I mentioned, plugging that gap with the stuff that they, it draws in from Google. If, if this was just a, on the Google player, you had this many people listen to an episode and you had this many people listen over 28 days or three months, whatever, it, it probably wouldn't be setting the world on fire in terms of, of analytical data. But the facts, if you go on there, by the way, listener, and you need to scroll down a little bit, there's a little G icon. And then there's a subtitle that says how people find your show. That's the bit that brings in all of the, um, all of the Google search stuff. Um, so I think that's really valuable. What would you say, um, just to round out then, Sarah, what would you say is the best thing that people can do once they've gone, once they've added their show or they've got their show already, but they've not been in for a while and they think, right, okay, this sounds very cool, but what can I actually do with it now? Yeah. Now I've got the stuff. What can they do? Uh, and I just want to apologise. There is a dog barking its head off in a garden near me, so I do apologise if anyone can hear that in the background. Pro uh, podcasters. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um, 
yeah, so basically, once you have uh, like claimed your podcast um, or you've logged back in, uh, obviously, if you've just claimed your podcast, you might have to wait for some data to come in and, and stuff like that. Uh, but once you have that data, I would just start getting curious about your podcast, right? Um, so go to the search terms, find out um, where you're getting high, high impressions, right? Because those search terms, where you know that you're getting high impressions, you you know that Google is um, seeing you as relevant to the to that search term. So you're being shown because you've got impressions, right? Um, and where you've got big impressions but lower clicks, have a look at how you can entice people to click and listen to your podcast, right? So so have a look like um, is, so within Captivate, you've got your, your title tag and your meta description. Um, so make sure that you're making those clickbaity, right? I hate to use the word clickbait, um, <laughs> but you want to entice people in. Um, so with high impressions, Google's seem like saying you're relevant to be shown, but you just got to give people more reasons to click you. Um, also with these search terms as well, um, have a look at your episodes and make sure that you've got them in the title and that you'll mention them in your show notes, right? And it also might be a case that there might be a really good search term, um, but uh, the podcast episode isn't that targeted enough that's... Um, being shown at the moment so maybe you do a separate show that really drills down into that keyword and have a look at other keywords that you can help to then um, come up and plan some more episodes right um, and then the other thing that I would definitely recommend everyone doing is um, take a look at like your top three performing episodes um, within um, Google Podcast Manager and put a plan together to repurpose and make the most out of that, right? Um, put a blog together, um, share it on social. Um, think of all different ways that you can repurpose. Um, maybe you can do like snippets or a video or something like that. The ones that your most popular episodes within Google, repurpose, do more stuff with them. Wowzers. Sorry, I, I when I get excited, I do a lot of hand. I'm, I know that no one else can see this, but uh, Gary can see my hands going all over the place. Yeah, she gets very animated when she's into it. It's good. So, um, in a nutshell, then spend some time basically in Google get Podcast Manager. Yeah, just have a look through, and sometimes it's also a good idea, not just with Google Podcast Manager, but with some um, looking at marketing for other you know aspects where it's on mainly social media as well is try and look at your own podcast as an outsider so if you just remove yourself from mm. your own skin for a second and just be like okay i'm a fan of whatever you're podcasting about i'm going to try and find a podcast similar to mine and see if my one comes up within those searches so i'm not so if my podcast is called the best star wars podcast i'm not going to go to google and search for the best star, you know try and Try and get, like Sarah said, get curious around what you think listeners are searching for on, on Google and stuff like that. So be curious as an outsider. And that way you start to build up a bit of a mental picture as in like, oh, okay, I can see that the majority of things that are coming, that are being returned by Google is more leaning towards this side of things in this 
about this subject or this genre or about these group of podcasts or whatever. And then you can go back into podcast, uh, mm. Google Podcast Manager and think, actually, comparing that to my search terms um, and uh, and things like that, I'm not quite aligning mm. with what Google's returning. And then you can tweak and stuff like that. And uh, you could also look at other things like um, why has the show got more reviews, for example? Do I need to put effort into getting more reviews? Um uh, do I need to um, put more effort into um, getting people to link to my um, to my podcast and episodes? Right. Um, obviously, uh, backlinks is a whole different topic, um, but uh, every link that you get to your podcast, um, Google sees as a vote as ah, this is a good one to be shown. So have a look and get curious. See, um, it might be like uh, how they format their show notes, for example, or uh, certain stuff that they've got on their podcast episode page. They might have a transcript. You might not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, have a look at um, all the different reasons why. Um, a podcast is being picked over yours when yours should be up there. Correct, Amondos. That's a nice little runoff. That actually, a nice little cap to cap this off to say just be curious about your data around your show, and be more proactive than I, because this is the first time that I've looked at Google Podcast Manager in. I can't even remember, Sarah, the last time I had a look at this. So it's been eye-opening to have a look at this and uh, and see what I need to change and tweak up as well. So, yeah, hey, it's been very cool. Then, so there, it's worked for one person at least, <laughs> <laughs> which is the other host. So that's cool. Um, okay, well, uh, thank you very much, Sarah. It's, honestly, it's been a, an eye-opener around... Um, dragging in the google side of things because i think sometimes when people hear the word google they just roll their eyes and they're like oh yeah that's just what you search for you know the pop quiz question when you're down the pub but you know it's so valuable <laughs> in, in in relation to um how you move your podcast forward because if you're not considering all the avenues if you're just looking at one bit of analytics um and, and not focusing on the the marketing and seo side you just sort of you know you're swimming uphill sort of thing so it's very good. So thank you very much, dude. It's been really good. Thank you for inviting me. I'll see you next time. It'll probably be, actually, I've already mentioned this in the intro, but you'll be back on, by the way, week after next, because there'll be no episode next week because you and I are uh, at Courageous Content Live. So the week after that, for episode 31, uh, I'll get you back on and we'll talk about that event and what we got up to and some of the key um, takeaways from that. So I will see you on this episode, on the show, sorry, in a couple of weeks, dude. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a cool chat that was with Sarah. She's so cool. She knows her stuff, does our Sarah. So thank you very much for taking the time out of your day. It was very cool. And yeah, get yourselves over to Google Podcast Manager, submit your show if you haven't done so already, and start making the most of all that cool free data. We're also going to be at Courageous Content Live, as we spoke about briefly there. That's Janet Murray's content marketing uh, event that's coming up next week up in newcastle there are still tickets available we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check that out so it's a two-day event that's going through everything you can imagine to do with all of your content stuff so podcasting of course that's why we're there but also social media blogging marketing in general loads of loads of very cool stuff um, that's going to go on over there uh, video marketing as well um, live streaming you know all that stuff uh, is all going to be covered so um yeah, we'll stick a link if, you, if that sounds like your cup of tea. Then go and check that out. There's still tickets available. And I think we're going to wrap there. That's going to do it for episode 30.
Thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of Captivate Insider. It's been great to have you listening. And once again, a big thank you to Sarah for taking us through the Google Podcast Manager stuff. I'll be back in a couple of weeks for episode 31 and we'll uh, we'll tell you what's happening within Captivate plus the Creative Content Live stuff. Until then, if you're not using Captivate yet to power your podcast, you can do that with a free trial. Just head over to captivate.fm. You can sign up there for seven days completely free. You can try out all of the features. We don't hide anything away behind any weird paywall or anything. Everything is available to you. So kick the tires and see what you think. I'm sure you'll be impressed. So you can uh, get your podcast up and running straight away. And uh, if you've got a podcast hosted somewhere else, that's all good. But if you've been thinking about switching up your host and a bit of a change, it's really quick and easy to import your podcast over to Captivate. It doesn't affect what you've got with your current host. You can just bring it over and play with the features. And uh, again, I'm sure you'll be impressed and you'll be up and running with our features as soon as possible. Until next time, then take care of yourselves and happy podcasting.